0: Hello everyone, welcome back to Titan Alumni Talks, a weekly podcast where we talk to alumni about their experiences at Cal State Fullerton. For this week's episode, we have Kathy Yu, who currently works as an account manager for national ad sales at Hulu. She graduated Cal State Fullerton with a double bachelor's, one in communications and one in political science. In this week's episode, we talk about her experiences at Cal State Fullerton, along with all the activities she's done over there and her volunteer activities outside of Cal State Fullerton after she graduated. Stay tuned for more episodes of Titan Alumni Talks every Saturday at 6 p.m. on titanradio.org or you can catch them on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Alumni. So thank you, Kathy, for joining us today on the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So to begin with, uh, you work currently two jobs, sort of, because like one of them is a volunteer work. Uh, so first, you work at Hulu. So tell us a little bit about uh, what you do at Hulu currently.
1: Sure. So um, I'm currently on the ad sales team at Hulu. And my role is really a blend of client services and project management. It's called account management. Um, So I work with brands to advertise on Hulu. So whether it be through video commercials, interactive ad units, um, or a product integration into Hulu original. Um, So my role works on advertising campaigns from start to finish, also known as pre-sale and post-sale. So from concepting the idea to actually implement implementing it. Um, and since I'm in the Bay Area, I work with a lot of tech clients. And so some of them are, you know, like Airbnb, Facebook, Salesforce, um, and Uber. So that's what I do.
0: I see. So... That's quite a bit that you do at one certain place and then came all from, yeah, like you're kind of like all well-rounded at Hulu with uh, your job over there. And then you also are are a volunteer for the Alumni Association. So tell us a little bit about that as well and what, what you do over there.
1: Sure, so I am on the Board of Directors for the Alumni Association. I'm very new to it, actually. I joined maybe a few months ago, so we've only had a few meetings, but I have been um, able to kind of like hit the ground running and um, implement a couple of different ideas. So I'm really excited. Um, And um, basically, as um a director on the board you know you're helping come up with um you know programming ideas or different strategic kind of initiatives to help push the alumni association forward um so as I continue through that journey you know I'm excited to see you know how I can make a a bigger impact
0: I see and uh working over there you haven't had any like in-person meetings so far
1: right Correct. Everything has been virtual. Um, so <laughs> I haven't even gone to go into the alumni house, um, yeah. you know, to like see everything since I graduated. Um, so it's a little sad, but um, I think the, um, you know, the staff um, that runs the Alumni Association, um, they are doing a great job um, keeping us engaged um, virtually through Zoom. You know, we're doing a little breakout rooms.
0: <laughs> so I mean, like, what made you want to come back to the Alumni Association like 10 years after you graduated to be on the board of directors what kind of like sparked that passion over
1: there um i wanted to just like have an opportunity to give back and see how i can um make an impact because i actually didn't know much about um the alumni association and the board up until you know a few years ago when one of um my friends who's also on the board you know um mentioned it to me and talked about all the great opportunities that she's had um getting involved and so she's the one that kind of you know sparked the um The motivation for me to apply and get involved. And when I was in school, I was very, very involved. So I felt like, you know, this would be a fun way to continue that um, and see how I can help out.
0: I see. And this isn't like the first type of volunteer work that you've done before. So what does volunteering mean to you and why do you continue to do it?
1: I like being able to give back and taking advantage of the skills that I have to like help with that. I mean, when you're volunteering, you're kind of doing it, not with any kind of intention, you're not doing it with like, or any conditions either, you're kind of doing unconditionally, right. And I think that's so like, comforting, and just like a nice kind of escape from your normal day to day and your jobs. So um, I love being able to volunteer um, and be able to see how like my just like helping any any little way can make an impact. Um, So I think that like, if I could make this a career I'd love to so (laughs) eventually I'd love to you know, maybe go um, shift careers and go towards nonprofit route and so I can do this full time.
0: So you worked a lot in Salesforce and media and advertising prior to Hulu so how did your communications major uh, sort of lead you into this type of field?
1: Oh yeah so I actually um, majored with a concentration in public relations so my first two internships were in PR um, and when I was looking for you know a full-time job after college um, I was looking for like something that could kind of blend my interests and my skills and I had a lot of um, kind of like marketing experience and, um, kind of event planning experience separately. So I was looking for something that kind of molded everything. And, um, I accidentally landed in media planning, which is very, it's different from anything I uh, had known before. Like I didn't go to school for it. I didn't even know it existed. I thought it was an event planning job when I heard media planning. I don't know why I just thought that. And so, um, it ended up opening so many doors for me because I um, ended up working at um, two um, creative agencies that in the media department. And then I worked at um, a media agency, digital media media agency before shifting over to the dark side on the publisher side. Um, But it was um, a great experience because working in media, you get to be exposed to so many things that people don't realize. You're helping with the strategy and the like behind the scenes and implementing advertising. Um, So I started off with um, kind of like full service, doing all different types of cross-platform media, and I eventually shifted over to digital. So now I specialize in digital and OTT. and, um, And then I shifted over to working at Hulu, where it kind of made sense to, you know, kind of continue from that. So yeah, that's where I'm at now.
0: So I want to know a little bit about what you're doing after college. So post-grad, you're trying to get your master's in leadership and nonprofit management at Northeastern University.
1: Yeah, so I actually start tomorrow. (laughs) Um,
0: Congratulations. Yeah,
1: thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I think when I was trying to look for different grad programs, I was looking for something that could um, help kind of push me in my career and also be flexible where I could kind of utilize it in different areas too, if I decide to go a different career path. Um, So the idea of getting um, like a leadership kind of masters really helps me be flexible and nimble. Um, And I thought that by concentrating in nonprofit management, I can utilize the skills that I'm learning there um, for all my volunteer work. Um, So it kind of like kills two birds with one stone basically. And so um, I'm really excited for um, that opportunity.
0: I see. And is this master's program going to be online as well outside of COVID?
1: Yeah, um, luckily I found a program that was online that was kind of like the um, must- have when I was looking for different schools Um, fortunately with um, Northeastern you're able to if you want to you can swap you can switch over to an in-person as well they're based in Boston so um, I'd like to stay in California (laughs) so also they have a satellite campus in San Francisco so they told me I could study from there if I want to (laughs) it's like a WeWork or something
0: (laughs) well hopefully it doesn't fail like WeWork's IPO Uh, so you did take five years to graduate from Cal State Fullerton but in that time you did so many things that we cannot go through everything that you did at that time I'd rather not so tell me some of the main activities and your favorite uh, clubs that you've done on campus.
1: One of the biggest um, roles I had at Cal State Fullerton was on the ASI executive team. Um, my role originally was called ASI and chief administrative officer, which I don't believe exists anymore. Um, I believe it's called the um, chief campaigns, Relati- or no, campus relations officer. I think that's what it's called now. Um, but basically my role was, you know, helping students get involved. Um, so I worked with the chief communications officers to um, recruit and um, market to students like how they should get involved on campus um, with the different ASI um, you know, commissions and things like that. And so um, that was really, really great because um, I really felt like I made an impact um, on campus. And I was able to kind of get to know a lot of different clubs and organizations and kind of, I also was able to get involved with them too. Um, and then another um, big organization I was involved with, I was um, or I am um, in Sigma Kappa sorority, um, It is a Panhellenic sorority on campus. And I actually lived in the sorority house for a year. Um, so that was really fun. Um, and while I was in Sigma Kappa, I was the PR chair. Um, so that was really relevant for my major. And um, I was also recruitment counselor for them. Um, and then outside of that, I was in a bunch of other organizations too, but. The big, um, or like the one club that I joined that really kind of like kicked off everything. Um, It was called Titan Test Force. I believe it's called Titan Stampede now, maybe. Um, But that um, organization was the one that kind of helped spearhead, you know, getting school spirit back on campus because. Um, back then. Um, it was really considered more of a commuter school um, at Cal State Fullerton. So um, it was really fun to be part of an organization that kind of encouraged students to like, you know, go to games and like um, get involved. And, you know, at the games, we passed out like pom-poms and had signs and things like that. And, and um, we did tailgates. And so it was a really, really fun um, club to help get students excited about being at Cal State Fullerton.
0: I see. So how long were you part of that club, the kind Tusk task force?
1: four years of my five years (laughs) yeah because when my when i was um at school like my freshman year, I I really thought of Cal State Fullerton as a commuter school. I basically went to school and then I went to work and like, didn't really like take advantage of what was um, available at school. And I saw a sign, like a poster that promised me free pizza. And if I went to a Titan Sports meeting, and so of course I'm like, I have to go get pizza. Um, It's free. And I thought like, maybe this is my opportunity to, you know, you know, make a bigger like or make it more fun to be at school. And so, after I went to that meeting, like I basically and never stopped there. I was so involved after that. So I really, really have to um give kudos to that club for getting me excited to be a student.
0: Free pizza is the way you get any college students to do anything as long as you offer something for free.
1: You have to basically give incentive, right? You have to get people excited yeah. in some way. and you know, college students like edit something they're broke, <laughs> like pizza. Pizza helps. Yeah, I mean, it's all about marketing, it right? How yeah.
0: right. <laughs> to <out of> market. <laughs> and I'm just curious, how did you manage your time at Cal State Fullerton with all the things that you've done? I know that there was no way that I could have like kept up with everything that you've done.
1: No, see, that's the thing. People can, if they really want to do something, they'll make an effort, right? Like if you um, aren't really sure about something, you're like, you know, it's not that exciting to me. You're probably not going to make the effort. But because everything I was doing was like, to me, like the most exciting thing ever, <laughs> I think that helped me um, make time for it. Does that make sense? Like same thing with even just like, if you wanna spend time with your family, you would prioritize them, right? And make time for them. So that's kind of how, how my mindset was. Like I prioritize and made, made it so it was possible. But another trick that I've learned, um, which I highly recommend for anybody, um, when you're dealing with a lot of stuff and you're super busy and you're trying to figure out your schedule and how to fit everything, block scheduling is the way to go. Do you know what that is?
0: Uh, no, I do not.
1: Basically like, um, you block two hours of your time each day or something, and you focus solely on that because when you're like super distracted, it's really hard to finish something. But when you do block scheduling and you're fully focused on one thing, you can get it done so much more quickly and efficiently. So like whether it's a homework assignment, like you just like Shut off everything, turn off your phone, and just focus on your homework assignment for like that one hour. You're going to get it done way faster than doing 10,000 things because that could extend it even longer. So, that is my trick. Put block scheduling on your phone, just like block and be like, okay, I'm going to spend one hour volunteering. I'm going to spend 30 minutes studying. I'm going to do this and this, like, and focus on that. And that's like my secret for sure.
0: <laughs> so, I've always liked the idea of making connections just by working at different places, especially on campus, just like as an ASI. A liaison for uh, the IRA committee or just joining different networks in order to foster those connections. Sure, I totally think. agree I what...
1: with um, mm-hmm. the idea of connections, because a lot of my jobs and internships were because of connections. You know, um, I got my first um, PR internship um, because my hiring manager was a Cal State Fullerton alum. So um, he wasn't in the comms department, but he knew about the comms department. And he was like, you know what, I know that, you um, you know, Kelsey Fulton has really, really strong communication students, like we need to hire her. So that's how I got my first job is just because of the connection. Yeah. Um, and even in my second PR internship, I got it because um, the HR person was a Sigma Kappa sorority <laughs> member, so I got that. And then, oh my gosh, I could go on, but basically a lot of my jobs were because of connections, like all of them except for one, literally. <laughs> Like, cause a lot of times internal referrals are like the way to go. So even if you, um, aren't super familiar with a person that you're connected with, like just try and reach out because a lot of times they want to help out and help people, you know, hire the right person. So I think that like, it's totally fine for you to reach out and see if they're able to turn your, or to send in your resume. Mm
0: -hmm. And even if it doesn't really turn out with their recommendation, then it wouldn't have turned out anyway. So there's no harm being done by trying to get connections.
1: Exactly. Totally agree. Um, And also like if you're able to, I really highly recommend um, getting to know people as much as possible because like the idea of networking, um, it's loosely thrown around a lot, but um, like networking isn't just about how many people, you know, but it's about the kind of relationships that you create um, with that person or the people because um, you kind of want to develop deeper connections with people so that they'd be happy to help you out, you know, like, so it's not like you're kind of burdening them because they actually want to help you out. They know who you are and they are excited to help you out. So that's a, I still do believe that that's a really important um, kind of advice to have is just try to get to know people um, versus just like peripherally, if that makes sense.
0: Now to go back to Kelsey Fullerton, uh, since you did double major in poli sci and communications, so what advice would you give to students trying to get into that field?
1: So my big advice is take on internships or volunteer opportunities so that you can get experience and be able to talk about it um, for future interviews. A lot of times, like when um, you're applying for jobs, um, hiring um, managers and recruiters are going to be looking at, you know, what experience you have um, because they're going to have so many applications that um, having something on your resume is going to be super important. Um, So take advantage of, you know, opportunities to get in, you know, experience in your field for sure. Um, And that way also, when you're in your interview, you can talk about specific examples of what you've done in the past. Um, So like, for example, if you were able to, you know, intern um, for a PR agency, you're able to talk about, you know, all the, maybe the articles you've written or all of the um, clippings you've had and things like that. So highly recommend just getting um, as much experience as you can.
0: All right, let's go through a scenario. Let's say I'm a first year. Can you give me an elevator pitch on why I should major in any of those two programs? Like oh why God. can you vouch for your majors right now? Can you get their back right?
1: Okay, okay, okay. okay. So I believe that communications is a really good um, kind of like major to have because it's kind of broad. And all of the skills that you learn is very translatable to a ton of other jobs. You could use it pretty much for any job um, except for technical jobs, I'm going to say that. Um, And so if you're not sure of what you want to do, having a broad kind of uh, major might be the way to go, because then you can be flexible with the type of role you're going into. Um, Like, for example, for me, like I was able to apply my communications major to pretty much all of my jobs and they were all different. You know, I started in PR, I went into media and then now I'm in sales and communications is aligned with all three. So um, highly recommend doing um, a, you know some some type of major that could kind of give you like a broad um, range of opportunities. So that's my pitch.
0: So that's for communication. So can you do the same thing for political science? Why should someone major in political science? Does it give you that same versatile background as you get in communications.
1: So I think. That- political science is really interesting because you have like kind of a mix of history you have um you know psychology sometimes philosophy kind of classes that you're taking and those type of classes can also be beneficial for a lot of jobs too um you're un- be able to understand people and why they do the things they do how to influence people how to motivate people and so if you want to get into maybe like a leadership role in the future or um you know you want to get into politics or you want to get into, uh, be a, a teacher or history history. history, um, you know, historian or something, like political science is a really good general kind of degree that helps you get into so many things as well. So um, I feel really lucky that I was able to double major in two subjects that, you know, didn't kind of like hinder me to one kind of field. I'm able to explore so many different things with um, both majors.
0: So the thing is, people would normally major in one of these uh, either communication and political science and then have a more direct degree, maybe in like business or computer science with their main focus, but you're kind of like not bound by They're really you're free to do whatever you want with a background in political science and communications. So. I think
1: it's hard when you're like, really young, you don't really know what you want to do. And a lot of times mm-hmm. you really need to like have life experience to figure out what you're passionate about. So um, I think choosing two majors that gave me flexibility didn't make me feel pressured. There's a lot of times when you're a student you feel so pressured like i need to figure it out right now blah, blah 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 like i don't want to waste time and i totally understand i totally get it like you want to get started with work you want to make money and you want to make your parents proud um, but i think that pressure is just a lot for people and so um maybe getting like a degree in something that has flexibility is going to help take that pressure off of you
0: so i want to touch on the fact that you took more than four years to graduate currently at cal state fullerton we kind of have this program called finish in 15 where we're suggested to take 15 units so we can graduate in four years. So I wanna know what your thoughts on that were as someone who took longer than four years to graduate from Cal State Fullerton.
1: So I think that there are a lot of benefits to staying on track um, to finish in four years um, or earlier. Um, I I think that if you're able to commit the time and don't have other obligations, then it's an efficient way to get ahead. Um, But I do think that Cal State Fullerton students have, they're very diverse. You know, everyone has different backgrounds or financial um, backgrounds and it may not be as easy to take on more classes if they have to work or they have like family obligations. So um, for me, it took me five years because I double majored. I also worked all five years um, and I was very active in general on campus. So um, I think that it, this, it just depends on what works for people. And for me, um, I wasn't able to finish doing the 15 or using the 15 um, program, but I think it's great if you can.
0: So yeah, I agree. Taking 15 units a semester and graduating in four years is the ideal. But I mean, working 40 hours a week, if you are like a full-time worker, and then also like participating in other clubs, and maybe if you want to take on a minor or a double major, sometimes it's just not not feasible to graduate in four years with all of that. But I mean, if you are able to do it, then that's great. But uh, sometimes you have to look at the realism and just understand that, hey, it's not like one size fits all. All right. So I want to get into your goals, aspiration, and your ideas of success. So how have your goals and aspirations changed since you were like a freshman in college? And then like, how have they changed till now?
1: So I guess for me, um, success is when I accomplish something or reach something that I'm really proud of. So um, it, it's like checking things off my to-do list. And so it, it could be a lot of little things. Like I find successes in a lot of uh, ways. It's not just about how much money I make or like, the type of job I have, it's just so many different things. And whether it be like, oh, I finished a project or, oh, I finished um, something that was really difficult. So um, I think it's important to kind of have that perspective because if you only have like one giant goal in life and that's the only thing you're working towards, it can kind of put you down and put a lot of like pressure on you. So having lots of little wins will help kind of build your self-esteem and confidence to like continue on. Um, and for my goals and aspirations, um, they've changed a lot since I was in school. I actually started um, when I applied to Cal State Fortune, I was a business major. And then I switched to biology because I thought I was going to be a pharmacist, very different. And also because um, I didn't do well in my first bio class, I was like, oh, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and then I ch- basically changed my major a million times. But what I did was I was efficient. So a lot of the classes I took. Um, I tried to find GEs that double counted for majors. So I was able to try a lot of different things and do it as like productively as possible. And that's kind of how I landed on political science communications. Like I just kept taking a bunch of different classes that double counted and then figured it out. So that's kind of like how I've... um, kind of like live my life too, since graduating college, I've tried a lot of different things. And, um, it really takes all of that experience to figure out what is next for me. What's, what would make me happy. Um, and now that I'm in my thirties right now, like I'm able to figure out like, or I feel more like aware and I feel more like I understand who I am more and what I have to offer and what I'm good at. So, um, now like my goals are just to like do what I'm doing now, but on a higher level. And now I'm going to grad school so I can continue building um, my leadership skills to get higher. So yeah, so a lot of goals that I had when I was in college were, they've changed, but I think that um, it takes experience to kind of figure out what your next goals are.
0: So you try and think about things in the short term instead of like the extreme long-term, whereas like many years ago, people were talking about, hey, what's your five-year plan? I don't think anyone could have predicted uh, we would all be online doing conversations over Zoom uh, five years ago. So it's best sometimes just to think about it in the short term and just take it one step at a time instead of trying to go over like these huge big accomplishments and then getting stuck because it didn't go right.
1: Exactly. Wow, you put it into words way better than I did for sure. <laughs> well, I think being well-rounded is really it good is. because you're able to bring pers- different perspectives. Yeah. Like, you know, like you as a computer science major, you're able to Give have a different perspective than anyone that's in you know communications you're able to bring structure processes like you know what i mean a more logical way of thinking whereas a lot of times people in in more creative fields are just like you know head in the clouds so i think it's good to like have different perspectives so that you're able to do your job or your um yeah basically your role better so yeah
0: mm-hmm. so was there a class at Kelsey flirting that you didn't take
1: Oh my okay. Oh my gosh. Um I wish I took a language, honestly. I didn't take a language. Oh, you didn't take any languages? No, yeah. Did you?
0: I did not. I took it in high school though. Yeah,
1: I took it in high school, but I feel like that would have been a good um opportunity to do it in college because like it's having um being like multilingual is so like beneficial Mm -hmm. when you're in different you know, when you go into the work world. People actually love looking for people who can speak different languages. So that's something I highly recommend if people are able to. Um I wish I did that but yeah other than that like i only took one math class are you are you surprised
0: <laughs> i am surprised and i am a little disappointed as a as a guy who loves math
1: i only took i think college algebra that was the only math class okay. i took yeah yeah we did like statistics i think for political science but that's more like I don't know. That's more like surveys, you know?
0: Man, this hurts so much as someone who's like a math minor. I've taken like eight, nine classes in math and oh, Kathy.
1: I wish you were my tutor. That would make things maybe more fun for me. I don't know.
0: <laughs> see, you're assuming that just because I took a lot, I did good in them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to end it off, uh, what is some like general advice that you would give to like Cal State Fullerton students? Um,
1: let's see. I think that I kind of like brought this up before but regardless of your major, um, it's easy to go to Kelsey Fullerton and think of it as a commuter school. So try to like get involved and it's what you make of it basically. So make an effort to get involved, use utilize the departments on campus that have resources, like whether it be like the um, internship center, the career center, things like that, like utilize them because that's like such a great opportunity to um, find um, ways to like I guess, progress in your career. Um, so I guess like that would be my biggest tip. But other than that, be open-minded and be yourself because like, if you're not open-minded, you're not going to want to try different things. You're not going to want to meet people. So yeah, I guess those are my two tips.
0: Yeah, those are great pieces of advice. We have so many people on campus just waiting to give you guys any advice and they're just waiting for you guys to ask for help. So you kind of just have to like step out of your comfort zone and just be ready to ask anyone or join anything. And Just participate on campus. That's kind of what the college experience is all about.
1: Like one of the meetings I had for um, the alumni association, someone said like they had no idea like a program like existed. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's like one of the biggest programs that um, Cal State Fullerton has. And it's probably because like a lot of times commuter students don't, you know, take initiative to find out what events are happening. They don't, you know, like check their emails or they don't like look on their social media. But like it's all showcase. It's up to you to kind of like look for them for sure.
0: I agree completely. Yeah. And so to end it off, I want to know what was your favorite memory on campus? Like, what was that one thing that just like stood out and that you just loved about Cal State Fullerton?
1: (laughs) Okay, so ASI programming um, Mm -hmm. throws student concerts each year. Right. I hope they still do it. But I remember in my year we were supposed to get Drake to be our headliner. And this was before he got big, but like a few weeks leading up to the concert, I think he won a Grammy or something. So he pulled out like a few weeks up and we were so mad because like tickets were sold, we advertised it and we we're like, how are we gonna find an artist that would like, you know, top that? And so they're, they're not that big now, but back then it was fun. So we ended up um, getting LMFAO to headline. <laughs> Do you remember them?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole like everyday I'm shuffling in uh, uh, like, what was it like party rock, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: so they ended up headlining for us and thank goodness because they they rescued us and uh, because I was an ASI I was able to like kind of I guess be VIP and be in the front row and they basically pulled me up to like sing to me (laughs) I was like it's so funny to serenade like (laughs) like a party song you
0: just got serenaded to like party rock I can't believe that actually happened
1: yeah (laughs) it's super awkward but that was literally my like, my top memory, for sure.
0: I mean, now I'm kind of, like, jealous that I didn't get serenaded by, like, LMFAO. You know, <laughs> I had them on the bucket list.
1: Sure.
0: <laughs> I can't believe Drake canceled on us. We should get, like, hashtag cancel Drake trending. We should cancel him for, like, bailing on us.
1: Pay for more money, and we're like, dude, we're a school. <laughs> we can't afford that.
0: <laughs> is this why our tuition keeps going up? Because we just got to <laughs> pay for Drake? All right, so we're going to end it off here. Uh, is there anything else you would like to add? Up uh,
1: now? No, I think that's it. <laughs>
0: All right, Kathy. So you're not on our Time Pro network, but basically Time oh, wait, yeah, to connect I with like any this. alum. Do <laughs> you know much about it? Can you get can, uh, you, can you? I can't plug, plug it? it,
1: but I just joined it like, maybe a few months ago. You so plug you go it? ahead.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we know Kathy is on our time for network, uh, basically what it is, it's a very own LinkedIn site where you can message any alum, uh, staff or faculty or other students and just ask them about like general advice that you have about Cal State Fullerton, your major, or maybe even getting into the workforce. And they're super willing to help out. Uh, I believe we have over a thousand alumni currently signed up. And so if you want to message any of them, it's super easy to do so. So if you also want to message Kathy, she is on our time for network. So you can go ahead and do that as well. And it's a very fun thing to do. And so to end it off, if you want to listen to this episode and all future episodes, you can tune in at 6 p.m. on Saturdays at titanradio.org, or you can visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash CSUF alumni. All right. Well, thank you, Kathy, so much for joining us uh, today. It was a pleasure having you. And I had so much fun today.
1: Do I see something? <laughs> that was so much yeah. fun. <laughs>